Oh goody, you found me. This is Let's Get Passionate and we are just about to get started. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Let's Get Passionate. I'm your host, Emily Martin. Today we're joined by Christopher Foster and we're talking about drag. Hey Chris, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? Good. Thank you. I'm so excited to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, most welcome. This is the first time I've seen your face in probably like a year and a half. I know it's been much too long. I know, but we do see each other a lot because we're both very active on social media. Like you watch my videos, I watch your videos. So like we've kind of been seeing each other a little bit, yeah. which is but cool. Just not lie. Just not lie. I know, but this is cool. This is going to be fun. So tell me about your coming out story. Oh, that's funny question you ask. It's sort of different than most people's, I think. Um, a lot of people have some struggles with coming out and they grew up with that. Um, I have some really supportive parents. I was an only Amazing. child. And I actually never came out. So that, okay, it just sort of happened that they knew they knew and I had a boyfriend and he came around all the time and it was just like a normal thing. We didn't really have, have a statement. Out. Yeah. We didn't have to sit down with them and talk to them about it. They just were happy that I was happy. That's, That's so um, good. I'm um, so glad for you. Yeah. Even growing up when I was younger, like I was never bullied. I wasn't the kid that was picked on. I was the kid that everybody loved. Like I was going to say, friends love me. Yeah. So yeah, you're such a fun guy. How could someone dislike you? <laughs> so even growing up, I've always just had supportive, positive people around me. That's amazing. I'm so glad. And so you've never felt unsafe or unsupported in your immediate network. No. Yeah. Good. No. I'm so glad. That's amazing. Uh, and I've been very fortunate <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And then following into high school and um, did you do post-secondary? I don't really know. No. So then in high school, was anybody mean to you there or it just continued on that? Like you were just this awesome energy that people loved you anyway. Um, I shouldn't say was... anyway. I mean, like there's not something not to love about you. I just mean, <laughs> including that. Yeah. Well, when I was in high school, I had a girlfriend and I had a girlfriend for eight years. Oh, okay. During that time. So um, I just had supportive friends there too. We had our, our little group of friends. I wasn't like into, I, I actually lied about where I was living to go to high school with my girlfriend. Like, oh, okay. That's cute. I lived in East Hamilton and then we ended, I had lied and said I lived like in Westdale. So I had to take a bus for like an hour and a half every oh. day. To <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it was all worth it for you, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At fun. the time. Yeah. It was good. That's so funny. So talk to me about drag. What is the definition of drag? Well, my, def my, in my opinion, yeah. <laughs> my definition of drag is impersonating a character, whether okay. it be anyone or whoever is yeah. just taking on a role of impersonation yeah so I think that's something that a lot of people do in many different ways now like mm -hmm. I think when I was before we would hear of drag and we think of a guy dressing up as a woman mm -hmm. but now there's so many different ways of drag and it's more of an artistic yeah performance I feel so. yeah I know someone through Instagram that is a woman that plays a woman at in drag and she used to have like crippling anxiety and said like the first time she got up on stage doing drag, she just felt like this whole layer of herself like let off. And she just did like, it's like she watched herself do this show and she was like, who am I? Like, that's so cool. Yeah, I think do with doing drag, it's a performance, right? So yeah. you can actually be someone else, a different character and it comes out in a different way. So, or a different version of yourself even. That's a way of people, I think. Yeah. A lot of people start doing drag for that reason. That's so cool. When was the first time that you encountered drag? Actually, that's a funny story. I was probably maybe six or seven years old. Okay. And we lived in Hamilton in an apartment, my parents and I, and there was three guys that lived upstairs. And 
I didn't really know, like I was just young and whatever, but I remember yeah. like seeing them walking out with like garment bags and wigs on mannequin heads and like leaving outside, going out the door and like yeah. going to a show somewhere, which I didn't really know at the time what that was yeah. about. Yeah. But, and then looking back on it now, that's my first experience of actually seeing people that were going to do drag was just them leaving the house with different things on or that's out so cool. So, so it just was like a, a natural part of your day. You're just like, oh yeah, there are those guys going again. Yeah. Like that's yeah. so neat. Yeah, it was different. And but you didn't back, know, you didn't know that they were compiling those things to do like a drag show. You just knew that they were dressing up for something. Well, there was days that I did see them leave in drag, but I didn't, oh, realize, yeah. I didn't realize it was the same people. Like, oh, I didn't realize, oh that's so cute. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> You're like, I saw your lady guests. They're yeah, like, like, no, you, you didn't. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. That's so funny. That's so funny. what do you remember thinking when you saw them dressed up like that? Were you like enthralled? Well, I think it's just like watching someone become a character is so amazing. Like to True. see someone's transformation from how they regularly are to a different persona and a different look completely is like, it's mind blowing. I think for yeah. just watch that happen for anyone. I think it's crazy to see. Yeah. So when was the first time that you tried drag? It was a Halloween. I did okay. it for Halloween. I think a lot of people start doing drag on Halloween yeah so many of people that have done drag that they've all they're like oh I actually look good and I'm gonna do this again yes so that's what happened I I actually went and got my I got a wig and I got an outfit and I went and got my makeup done at Mac in the mall (laughs) okay that's awesome because I didn't know what I was doing so I like made an appointment and I went in there and I got my makeup done there and as I'm getting my makeup done a bunch of like this group of girls walk by like oh my god I love your hair it's amazing and they were like talking to me but I was like they do see my beard, right? Like I still, <laughs> my makeup's not done yet. So I don't it was yeah. sort of funny, but it's, it was great. I, I looked good and it was fun and I had a blast. So then I was like, well, why don't I do this more often? And so I, that's how it started my drag career. Intent. If you want to yeah. call it that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Halloween because Nigel actually dressed up like a woman for Halloween one year. It was before we started dating. So I don't even know what it looked like, like what he wore, but he yeah. says that he felt like he looked like such a hot woman. And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, like, that'd be so fun to try that out again. It, I think it is. It's just different, right? It's being like dressing up and not realizing that your potential of being able to look different or yeah, the character. I think that's just the fun part of it. The aspect of it, it's fun. Yeah. So do you think that drag can start as innocently as well as like trying on your mom and dad's clothes, like when you're a little kid? Definitely. I think I've always been, I was always that little kid that wanted to perform. I remember my aunt telling me a story of when I was like two years old, I was on at the beach and I had a little speedo on. And then I found this garbage bag and on the, on the beach and I put it up around my, my bust and tied it up <laughs> in a knot and like started strutting the beach. Like I was a supermodel. Oh and I was my gosh. Old. I love that. So it was funny. Right. And then also when I was younger, my little cousins would come over and I'd like get them to dress up and I would like put on all these different crazy things and like put makeup on them and and we would do a show in in the front hallway of my house uh, and just I wish fun. I could watch that yeah I have pictures somewhere that oh, yeah it's crazy to look back and think yep that was me when I was young I would yeah. like dress them up I don't think they had a choice really I just made them do it yeah now in <laughs> retrospect they're like oh come yeah. on <laughs> yeah when they see the pictures you're proud and they're maybe like oh my gosh yeah yeah <laughs> That's so sweet. And so I love that like your mom kind of had makeup and like dress up stuff like specifically for you to continue to enjoy that. Cause like yeah. some parents obviously would see you dressing up that way and be like, no, no, that's not the way that a man dresses or, you know, some people have really old views. So it's Definitely. really, really cool that she was like, yeah, let's get more of that stuff for you. 
Yeah. Well, I had, I had some friends that lived on my street and I went to their house and when I'd go to their house, they had like a tickle trunk and I would go up to their, every single time I'd go to their house, I'd run upstairs and get like a cape yeah. or put something on every single time. Yeah. Without a doubt, I'd always have a costume on. It didn't matter. Like I'd love it. So. That's so fun. My one friend had this dress that the tag inside said bossy boots. And I like knew that that was for me. And I, I wore that like bossy boots dress every single time I went to her house. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Cause I was bossy. That's right. So how many times do you think that you've done drag since? Oh, wow. Probably hundreds. Um, yeah. Back when we could perform and things, this was years ago. I used to do when I first started doing drag, I would do drag every single week. Oh um, one of the bars in Hamilton we would host a show. I remember actually someone, one of the other Queens that I would do shows with, we started doing drag shows in a bar with no one in the bar. Like there was, this bar didn't have anyone there. There was like one yeah. old man in the corner. No one was there. And we would just do a show the whole night. We would do like we regular shows like we would uh-huh. and within, like, within like two or three months, the bar was so full that people were waiting outside for like an hour to get in. Like it was insane. That's amazing so, Good for you. So much fun, but we used to do it every week. So yeah, twice, twice a week sometimes. So wow, that's amazing. And so, do you think that that'll start back up? Hopefully, like when things are open, or that's like something that already had ended. Um, it had ended because in Hamilton right now there wasn't any bars that are open like that. So those bars all closed. Eventually, Mm -hmm. they all closed. Years ago, they actually closed. So I heard that there is another place that will be opening up in Hamilton, but I don't know when and if that's happening. You'll be the first one there. Hi, I have a proposition for you. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking that I may try to actually get something going on in Brantford. Oh, yeah. In Brantford. So I don't know, like I know some places do like drag brunch and different things. So I yeah. think that could be fun to do. So I think I'm going to look into getting something like that going here in Brantford. If That's I can. so cool. What about like at a hotel? Yeah, definitely. They do. They do different things sometimes yeah. at the conferences and things. So yeah, just pretend it's a business conference, have them like yeah. put out a platter and then you're like, see, this is our business. That's right. Well, it's my business. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's good. It'll be fun. Yeah, that will be. So when you first tried drag for that Halloween you were talking about, how did you feel like when you had your makeup done for the first time and you saw yourself? How did you feel about yourself? At first it was awkward. It was weird because it it didn't look like me. So Mm -hmm. I would would feel like myself. But then when I look in the mirror, I would be like, that's somebody different. So like it was like bringing that persona to that character, I think was the hard thing for me but mm-hmm. it was just Halloween right so I wasn't performing I was just going out yeah. and having fun but yeah. then I realizing that you know there's a persona to that character or you know the way it looked but yeah it looked amazing because I didn't do my makeup it was somebody else that did it and it looked like really good so yeah I <laughs> yeah that's so good sometimes you go there and you don't love what they've done right like they yeah. don't really know like your personal style and preference yeah so they can kind of botch your face sometimes yeah. so it's good that they didn't do that yeah definitely So do you have a name for yourself when you're in drag? You're talking about this persona. Yeah, it's Vivian Love. Yeah, I love Um, it. A lot of people ask me where the name Vivian came from. And it's actually funny because um, there's a British sitcom that was called The Young Ones Mm -hmm. from the 80s. And there's a guy in that show and his name is Vivian and he's a punk rocker and he has like orange spiky hair and he has four metal stars stuck to his forehead. (laughs) Yeah, And and he's just a punk rocker and his name's Vivian. And I loved his persona so yeah I put that on and was like that's gonna be my drag name so and then love was the last name is sort of of the person that helped me start doing drag was my drag mother so they call them so, yeah. yeah and her last name was love too yeah oh cool that's yeah. so fun so who inspires your looks 
Um, I think I take inspiration from lots of different people. Like Pink is someone that I love. Like yeah. she's a little bit of rocker and a little bit of fun, but she's very classy. And I think I get things from different different celebrities or different fashion things. Also, like I'm really into fashion, so I've always been one to look at the newest fashion things that are out or whatnot yeah. and take those inspirations. Um, but also, I'm very creative, so I tend to like make my own costumes by like just thinking of an idea and making it. So yeah, that's where it comes fun too. Do you use um, thrift stores ever? Because there's always such like cool, unique items there. I do love thrift things. I'm a very thrifter shopper. I love shopping for that. Um, it depends on what I'm making or what oh, I'm yeah. using. But yeah, but definitely, there's you can get some crazy awesome pieces at like thrift places that are like I know. vintage and awesome that will yeah. work for multiple things. So yeah, I think that probably like if you're gonna go do thrift shopping, like you'd have to have more of like an open unplanned idea of like let's just see what I find versus like if you've already thought of an option of like the exact look you want then maybe you wouldn't choose that store first kind of thing yeah you can go thrift shopping I think I want to go thrift shopping I get inspired by the things that I do right so yeah that's awesome so tell me more about this idea to start something up like when things open back up so what do you want that to look like well for me I haven't been I haven't really been doing drag I've done it a few times while we're in this situation mm-hmm. you did a live um, I think right yeah I did a live I did them a couple times online and it just wasn't the same like you don't get the same energy you do from a crowd of people and in person so totally. I, I did enjoy it it was fun but I was missing something because I feed off the energy of people that I'm performing to right yeah. so when you can see their faces and you can see their reactions to things right and so, feel their energy right yeah yeah so I think I would love to do something like here in town if we can. Um, I know there's lots in Toronto. There always has been um, in mm-hmm. Toronto. But Toronto's such a far drive that I've always been like, man, I'm not driving to Toronto. I just yeah. Is that like an hour there. for you or an hour and a half? Yeah. About an hour. Yeah, it depends. Okay. Yeah. Um, so actually now that where I am in now, it'll probably be an hour and a half, but okay. it used to be an hour from Hamilton. But mm-hmm. so I would love to do something here and like do a drag brunch or figure out something that could happen here I don't know what's really I know Brantford's quite small but I know like there is also something possibly opening in Hamilton too so maybe once that happens we'll see we'll see what happens once everything opens back up really yeah yeah and if you can use the venue of a hotel you don't even need to have like a working functioning open bar right yeah yeah so Uh, a brunch would be so fun yeah so we do something like that and then also I'm thinking like in the future I want to craft my skills a little bit more and learn how to sew more and do oh. some more so that I can create my own outfits and possibly apply to be on RuPaul's Drag Race Canada. <gasps> no so, way. Oh my gosh. Is that like one of the things is you have to make your own outfits? Well, yeah, on the show you do. You oh, okay. There's a bunch of different things you have to do. So, and I'm definitely not there yet. So I want to. Yeah. Me neither. I know how to plug in the sewing machine. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just to grow my skills a little more before I try and apply. So I'm thinking I'm gonna give myself like a two-year plan and like that'll yeah. be like two years I could get ready for that. Yeah. I wonder if there's any in the surrounding area, like sewing lessons, like our, our city, Barry has this, I don't know if you call it the community event where you actually just like bring your sewing machine and they like teach you how to do things on it, which is so cool. Cause like everyone has a different machine, I guess. So it makes so much more sense to teach everyone on their own machine at this place, rather than hoping that everyone has the same dials and settings as you. Right. Yeah, definitely. That'd be amazing. I I have to look into that. I haven't really looked into it yet, but something that I would love to do. I'll let you know if it's in Barry. You can just make the small little trip to Barry yeah. for it. <laughs> An hour to Toronto is not possible, but two and a half to Barry, no problem. Yeah, exactly. It's worth it. No problem. <laughs> so, so talk to me about the people that you've met now that you've been doing drag. Um, I've met quite a 
few different people. I've met a lot of drag queens. Um, when I first started drag, it was funny. Um, when I actually started performing, I actually went to makeup school. Um, oh, friends, fun. One of, my, one of my friends was like, why don't you just take this course with me? It's just like a class for makeup. And I was like, whatever, let's do it. So yeah, I would, I would go and I would do makeup at school and then we would leave there and end up going out to the bar and doing like I wouldn't wouldn't perform at that time I would just get dressed up and go out yeah that's perfect Um, but then that's when I met like a lot of the older queens who had been doing drag for 20 years when like drag wasn't so mainstream Mainstream, yeah looked down upon and it wasn't a thing like so it was really different to hear their stories of like the things that they've told me from them starting out drag when they did Mm mm-hmm now being being more mainstream so I've met a lot of different drag queens over the years right? yeah lots of different people have you been getting like good advice from the people that have been doing it for 20 years or did they have anything like constructive that would be good to take away well a lot of them were some really jealous <laughs> of me to, to be honest um they didn't want me to perform they didn't want me to put like they wouldn't put me in their show I would show oh up and I'd be like, oh, could I could I be in the show and they're like oh well, the set list is already done I'm sorry why do you think that was I think they had a thing like they didn't like because they wanted not earned it maybe yes that's was exactly it like they've been doing it for 20 years they've broken down the barriers of like mm-hmm. making this happen and they were like nope you can't just walk in here off the street yeah. and just pretend like you're gonna come to a show like that uh. was their thing I think yeah. but after a while I got to know them and and it it did become better like and then we I ended up doing drag at a different bar and and we opened that bar like in a sense of like performing to no one and then performing yeah. to like a packed house so I love that it was so fun I also like I entered a couple of pageants at that bar um I won the pageants that I entered like, yay it was, cool it was a lot of fun like just a lot of creative fun for yeah. those things. so who puts on those pageants um we did we just decided oh, yeah. to, like the bar like it was a thing that bar That's we so fun the name of the bar was that was the pageant and it was you won money from the owner of the bar and then you won gigs as well. Like you had to do a show every month and different things that you earn. So it's sort of fun. That would be so fun. Yeah. And so have you met some people that you're like lifelong friends with now? Um, I have actually. Yeah. And they're not drag queens, but like just friends that I met out oh. while performing in different things. Like nice. definitely there's been a lot of people that I've met that I'm still really close with because of it. Yeah. How would you want to open the minds of people that don't really know anything about drag? Um, I would just say that to be open-minded, to think about like, it's just a performance. It's not, yeah. it's, it's like a theater. It's really that, that way nowadays. I don't think it's, it's more than just a, a man getting dressed up in a dress and like going out and yeah. drag. it's like a show. It's you're yeah. going to the theater to watch a show, like just like a musical. You're the same yeah. idea. You're going to see a performance. Yeah. Um, that's most places now when they're doing drag, it's much more in depth than just you know, up standing on stage and just lip singing something. There's more creativity to it, more costumes, more. Yeah. So much more involved, right? Yeah, I was going to say that, it is really involved. It's so fun. Yeah. I think that's why more people are, it's more being more accepted. In the yeah. Mainstream. Like people are having like, even just restaurants are having drag brunch at the restaurant. Like they're having yeah. them on Sundays or different things. I know friends of mine in um, Niagara, they have, or in St. Catharines, they, they do it every Sunday. They have like drag brunch and that happens there. So it's. That's so cool. I'm glad that what you said is like people are appreciating the performance more than caring about what maybe view they have on it. That's the thing. Like you go to a show, a musical theater show, and like, you don't know if you're going to like the show or not. You just go and hope you've paid your money to like hope that you like it, but you have no guarantee that you're going to like it. It's the same kind of thing, right? Like you're just appreciating the art of what people are doing and who cares at the end of the day, if you think that you would do it or not, that's not the point, right? You're not, you're not supposed to be going there and like seeing if it's for you. 
You're just going there to enjoy someone who put a lot of work into something. Definitely. And it, and it is, it's, there's a lot of Queens out there that do comedy and they do different, yeah. like so, much, so much different drag. Now it's, it's, you never know what you're going to get at a drag show anymore. It's quite, quite amazing that you can just show up and there's all different things that are going to happen. Not just. Yeah. People are talented. Anything. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's really funny just talking about like different bars that do different drag things. When we were in Toronto, Alisa, myself and Tiffany went to this drag bar for dinner and the food was amazing. And they were um, doing lip singing, like just like standing at two like stand microphones. So they weren't like doing much acting, but the yeah. one um, drag queen looked so much like Tyson's gay male principal at the time. Like it was Wow. uncanny and so I sent a picture to my friend I was like does this not look like Mr. Blank and she was like that looks exactly like him and I wouldn't second guess if that was what he does on weekends <laughs> oh my god can you he, imagine who it was you never it know. was I know but he was shorter than him I think but I was oh. like just deer in headlights like is this my child's principal right now <laughs> like that is so funny I, I would have funny. applauded him but yeah it would have been just a little bit awkward he probably would have been like I came all the way to Toronto to make sure I wouldn't see anyone I knew <laughs> yeah, you never know, right? And that could be the case. Sometimes that could be things, right? That people think, right? Yep, totally. So how long does it take you to get from start to end, do you think, when you're getting ready? Um, it depends. I've I've gotten better at it. Um, it used to take me like five hours to get ready. Yeah, I wouldn't honestly, doubt it. That depends on if it's like shaving my body fully and then mm. if I was and it was what else what I was doing makeup wise so I've learned though that I can do my makeup faster I've learned Good. that over certain time restraints for certain times I've like when we went to CNTC before I got ready there yeah and, drag, and I only had an hour to get ready yeah like, I legitimately only had an hour to get ready so I was like okay I have to do my makeup and we'll go bro bro I didn't love it but like it's fine there's things that I don't love the makeup that I do but then I'm like eh, it's fine live and learn you just I try stuff new all the time and yeah yeah, no one's going to pick apart your outfit no. because of what you're doing. They're not going to be like, oh, that's not a good eyebrow. No, they don't. People, people don't notice. It's more of myself. Like, oh, I don't like this, you know, like, yeah. so yeah. Um, judge myself, but it does take some time. Um, if I, I, but I enjoy doing makeup. So mm-hmm. I don't, if I have time to do it, I'll sit there for a couple hours and do it because I enjoy yeah. doing it. Like Me too, good. actually. Yeah, that's a lot of Which fun. is rare, which is rare that I have like free time to just like slap on or not even slap on to like prepare a nice makeup look where I'm like okay not doing just two eyeshadow colors bam bam mascara we're good to go like I love taking the time to do it yeah it is fun if you have the time to do it right it's like an art it's literally an art you're painting your face right yeah Yeah. and you can do different things different looks it's so much fun right so I love that and same with hair hair and costumes and things like undergarments and different things to like Mm -hmm. shape your body and all those different things it takes time to get all that on and ready right so yeah so what do you use for your bust can Um, I ask that Yes. I actually used to just use, like, I would use like a bra and stuff the sides and have it and contour it, mm-hmm. but I recently bought a breastplate. So yeah, cool. Yeah. So, so that so goes that, over your head or it goes around your neck? Yeah. It goes around your neck and it's cool. like a sil- silicone based. They look like, real. I think I need to get them too though. Yeah. I well, think I need to quite, get myself a breastplate. They're quite expensive. So, <laughs> but I mean, they're not cheaper like, than a boob job. I was just going to say they're not, it's cheaper than a, an implant. So, I mean, yeah. and you can just take it off whenever you want. So it's fine. Yeah, I might do it. Thank you for the recommendation. <laughs> Nigel says one day he'll maybe buy me a boob job and I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, it benefits him too, right? I guess that's yeah. probably why he's like, well, <laughs> one day, one day when we have a spare eight grand. Yeah. Just an extra eight grand lying around, you know, I was like one year, we'll just use your tax return. He's like, Oh, like, that's a good idea. <laughs> 
one last question I want to ask you is how many wigs do you own? Um, I probably have close to 60 wigs. Oh my gosh, no way. Yeah, I have quite a bit. Um, I have do you some have really like bo- a Moira Rose room of like all your wigs hanging on the wall? They're actually, I have them all on wig stands in uh-huh. our dressing room upstairs. Oh my gosh. I'll have to send you a picture of it. Um, yeah. It's quite, I just, we since we moved here, I've recently created this dressing room, which has like a vanity in it. And it has like all the wigs, on, like not all of them, but I some love of them. It the ones that I like the most wigs that are up. Um, I have really good wigs and then I have like really costumey wigs like that yeah. you get for like Halloween, but yeah, like plastic wigs. Yeah. Right. So, um, but I have a, quite a bit and I have like all my accessories all out and everything's all like done up. So there is like that room. Yes. There That's is that so room. exciting. <laughs> you just like walk in there and be like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need, that's so I fun. Need, I need to hang up some of the dresses and clothes that I have still. That's not really out anywhere yet, but mm-hmm. Did the men in your house do that as well? Or did they just let you do it? And you're like, that's your stuff. Yeah, they just let me do that. That's oh, my good. Thing. They're not into anything like that. They're like, no? no, no. Would they dare? Like if you ask like, hey, come on, do this with me. It'd be so fun. I don't think so. No, I think, no, I think they're just more like shy. Shy, yeah. I'm the person that's like, yep, let's go. I don't mind like being the center of attention. I don't mind having that crazy person be out on the street. Like, I don't care. I love it, right? Yeah. So but they don't they're not into that they're like nope (laughs) okay well I will wrap it up with you I have thoroughly enjoyed talking to you and I honestly could talk to you four hours so like just let me know if you want me to keep Nigel out of the house no (laughs) 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 well I will talk to you online and I will hopefully see you in person so soon I'm probably just gonna hug you and cry when we see each other definitely for sure thank you for having me I love this chat I loved going over some of this stuff it was so yeah I'm glad that someone will learn something new from this yeah Perfect. Talk to you soon. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you learned something new. Hit follow or subscribe to get my weekly episode and add me online. It's let's get passionate on both Facebook and Instagram. Have a beautiful day.